Eminem podcast, baby. Oh, I thought the effect was on. Oh, no, you want me to do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. go ahead. All right, Eight Eminem two. podcast, baby. So, <laughs> what's going on, y'all? What's good? We back. We back. Episode Dose. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. All right. What's up, Miles? Hey, man. We're back, man. This yeah. is cool, you know. I didn't think we were gonna make it past the first episode. No, you know no, we saying? in it. We in it now. All right. How have you been? Uh, good. How you been? Good. A little tired. A little <laughs> we, tired. We act like tired. we're not friends outside. <laughs> it's been a minute. Uh, the last time I saw you was the first episode. So, <laughs> hope you got your facts right. Yeah. Well, this is a today's today is a Wednesday. We're on. We're recording on the eleventh. I got stuff Just, to do. Yeah. This Miles weekend. has some some things he's got to take care of. And uh, I got Atlanta next week too. Yeah. So. so he'll be he'll be out and about. So. So we on here on a Wednesday night. Yeah. So we're going to talk about some things as we do uh, on this episode. Yeah. I think I'm going to keep it to... Talking that mess. Well, I'm going to stick it to talking that mess. Yeah, that's you know what, what we got to make sure we just plug that every time. <laughs> talking that we mess. We talking that mess, yo, Phil. It's not 100% accurate. <laughs> <laughs> that's why it's mess. Mess, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So, uh, Miles, you want to start off or you want me to start off? I want to start off. Because this episode is very fun to me because it's a majority of just video game talk. Oh, yeah, yes. Okay. So a lot of the episodes are going to take, uh, just cover uh, video games. I want to talk about Fortnite because that joint is crazy right now. Everyone's like, <laughs> Fortnite. So we're going to talk about it. <laughs> you think, before we talk about it, because do you think it's going to last? Do you think it's just a fact? I think the, the Battle Royale thing is going to last. I don't know how long Fortnite's going to... There's another one that just dropped, too. It's not good. Radical Heights. Yeah. It don't look good. Don't even... I, I was going to talk about it, and I had it crossed out. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm, this is not, I'm not making it information. Um, I heard it does some things that Fortnite doesn't, but I didn't get to read what they specifically Dude, that's were. that's what old Battle Royale games are going to do that come out I mean, you have to. The, the, you know, the PUBG and Fortnite, I feel like, are two perfect compliments. I mean, they're the same game, but, you know... They, they and both Radical do. Heights is trying to make a baby. It's not nice. Uh, it's not nice. Murder on the beat, and it's not nice. <laughs> I'm not about it. All right, go ahead. Boss. But yes, I wanted to talk about the the fad of uh, Fortnite for a little bit. For anyone that's like not really educated and doesn't really care, it's a pretty big deal right now. Yeah, let me let me break it down because I actually wanted to go into the the Fortnite. For go sure ahead, too. man. Yeah. I got some stuff. I right. So talk. just 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 to 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 clarify what Fortnite is. So Fortnite. Third person survival game. Um, there's there's Fortnite and then there's Fortnite Battle Royale. The thing that kind of picked up is Fortnite Battle Royale because yes. there's like an original like survival game that you can do called but, Save the World. Yeah, and that's you know cool and all, but it's not what's popping right now. It's not. People aren't making money off of you know Save the whatever whatever it's called. So Battle Roy- uh Fortnite Battle Royale. Um, in the multiplayer section of this game, uh, it's a Battle Royale game. So basically. 100 people land on an island and it's a you know last man standing scenario so, uh, a writer from polygon described the game as friendly polished and wholesome do you agree yes okay cool um question mm-hmm. would this game be as popular if it wasn't free no okay cool because so <laughs> context because yeah so there's two games that kind of jump started this whole battle royale situation there's a uh, PUBG. also i mean Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, you, also known as if PUBG. You, yeah, if you can't say PUBG. 
I mean, yeah. For but, the people at home that don't know. Yes, for right. everyone who doesn't know, because okay. there's a lot of people who are going to listen who are like, I don't like video games, whatever. That's so. fair. We have to really set the... Yeah, the, come on. You know? All right, fair enough. So so the game is called Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, mm-hmm. also known as PUBG. Yes. Now it was released uh, exclusively on PC in March 2007. And the game eventually moved on to Xbox One in December. In that time... Wait a second. You said March 2017. Oh, I thought Last you said year. 2007. I probably did say 2007. <laughs> I was like, no Ten way. Ten years in the making. No, no, no it, it dropped in it March. It feels like that, though. It's been in it's beta been, and alpha for Right, for months. Yeah, you've been hearing about the game, months, but I think it officially yeah. dropped on, on Steam uh, in March 2017. Yes, and yep. then it moved to Xbox in December. Um, it's doing really well. It's sold over 30 million copies on PC and 5 million on Xbox One, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. There's like, over three, like roughly over 3 million people playing at, at, the, at one time and mm-hmm. in general time. So Fortnite dropped uh, in September of 2017, um, and when I saw the trailers for it, I was like, "Yo, this is just a goofy version of of PUBG." Ironically, coming from the same studio that made Gears of War, so right? take that in. Yes, Epic Games. Oh yeah, Epic Games. You're yes. right. So everyone was very confused. Like everyone what? was. <laughs> oh, that's <I laughs> crazy, realize. right? Yeah, I was doing a lot of research on it because like. Everyone was confused by the art direction that they were going for. Yeah, that Fortnite was... has been in development for a long time, mm. and they've uh, teased it several times before, but they have always pushed back the release date. So when they came out with it, everyone was sort of disappointed. So yeah. this right. battle royale really saved their life, Dude, honestly, man. It is popping yeah. right now. So, so again, it's popping in part because it is free. Yes. So there's no paywall. Like uh, you had to pay for it if you wanted to play PUBG. Mm-hmm. Now with this version coming out, so many people are probably moving that way because hey, I don't have to pay for the game. Can I be honest with you too? Just to add it in, the free element definitely helps. But the fact of the matter, how fast they got it out after PUBG's success. That, oh yeah, on to console. Yeah, now, I wouldn't even say yeah. it's just releasing it. It was the first battle royale game on that console. was available for a console. That's now, true. There is a bigger community. I I would say I could be wrong on the stats, but I would say there's a bigger community of people pl- that own consoles than PC. PC gamers. I feel like PC is probably more of a dedicated community. Yes. But you, you know, would have to build a PC to play that game to do something like that. Right. I feel like anybody and their mom did, that owned a PS4 and was like, I've never touched it in months, can pick it up and say, oh, I'm playing Fortnite now because right. it's free. I literally don't have to do anything. Well, that's the greatest part is that, yeah, for, for everyone who does have a console, you have like a PlayStation Plus account mm-hmm. or an Xbox uh, One Gold account or whatever it is now. Uh, you can... You can just pick up the game and just jump in. There's no, there's no paywall, uh, and the learning curve is pretty, pretty not it's, steep. It's uh, no, it's not. I think steep. when you want to get, you know, finesse it, you get steep. Yeah, definitely. Because I, I didn't realize like hopping and moving is a thing. Just like there's, I, I can like, tell you from experience from playing against people, it's just like. You can tell when someone's gonna mess you up, yeah. or you're gonna mess someone else up. It's like in Dragon Ball Fighters, bro. <laughs> as soon as you see that, like Goku Black, uh, anything else combo, yeah, man. And then they just start. Uh, Fighters got me upset. That's bro, why. I got hit with the Cell Infinite combo, and I almost threw my controller. Uh so you remember that time that I put in the trap? I was like, "Yo, I'm back full time." So I played that night by myself. And I straight up got whooped, but I got literally in that combo and I was like, I'm done. This is why I didn't want to play it. It's... I didn't want to play it in the first place. And I'm watching, I just saw a video for the 
<clears throat> it was a tournament that just went on. It was the semifinals. Mm. And some dude was rocking a Dolgohan cell and Kid Boo in that, their team. That's that's the way too... That's, but that's what they do. So the characters to look out for. Adult Gohan, anytime you see Adult Gohan, just think whoever's playing as a herb. <laughs> like, you OD pick the strongest character in the game. I mean, granted, I do the same thing, but... but You but actually like, pick the strongest character. But Adult Gohan is so annoying. I know. Like, right, not only can you do the whole, like, all of his, his combination switch up when you do the, the special, but he can also fly to the ground and do... The ultimate. I'm like, come on, bro. Dragon Ball Fighters is a three v three fighting style game. It's like uh, Marvel versus Capcom, mm-hmm. but it's very stressful because all fighting three v three games are stressful. It just seems like it seems like the top ten people that everybody plays is broken. <laughs> so yeah, like, yeah. So Android sixteen, my homie, but you know he's broke. He is broke. He said my homie. He is broke, bro. So him, Goku Black, Goku Black, hundred percent. Gohan, uh, adult Gohan. Uh-huh. Uh, well, Cell. Cell. Like, Cell is OP. Android 21. Yeah. You know what? Someone actually gave me the business. And you don't see her a lot because a lot of people don't realize you have to unlock her. Yeah. I haven't through the story. The story is so bad. bad. It's, it's literally like, bad. hey, come hop on a map and do the same thing over and over. So, enough about that. That's major sidebar, though. Major so, sidebar. Video games are annoying. Video games when you are go stressful. Play with people. Yes. But you, um, you, the talent curve for Fortnite is very. Easy to manage. Like, uh, I've seen multiple girlfriends just pick up the controller and win. You know what's funny? What? Uh, so I was on my phone and I found I saw the article headline. Uh huh. I didn't read the whole thing. Oh, because that's what millennials do. Yeah. Yeah. There. <laughs> I, I ran. I was going through and it said like on change.org there was a petition, um, from a bunch of you girlfriends. Know, fe- yes, girlfriends, okay. and they wanted to like ban the game. Because they were changing their boyfriends or like they were devoting too much time or they're getting too obsessed with it. And I laughed, but <laughs> but but not not because they're wrong, but because they're right. And oh, you know what's funny? You think it's right though? Uh, you know what? I know when I don't know, things get real when I can when I see my cousin do things, like my, my younger cousin Eli. Okay. Eli's kinda like a good representation of like oh, the generation I don't get. Going? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so like any of the hip hop that I don't really understand a little he bit. Likes Eli kinda likes. So so Eli, uh, also known as two phone Eli, shout out to my cousin Eli. <laughs> I had two phones too, man. He's trapped. Life is hard, bro. He uh he uh he had he like he sent me links over his break. I think his break was was two weeks ago. Um, and he sent me links to his Twitch account. I'm like, bro, this kid is crazy. He came over the house. He's like, yo, let me get on. And then he got mad because all the controls were messed up or they weren't like adapted to the way he was doing it. He's like, yo, let me just get like two games. And I was like, yo, you're crazy. Uh, that's wild. <laughs> Apparently, like he like watched some videos on his phone instead of doing stuff in class. And then he's like, why would I go to class? So I could just play Fortnite. I'm like, chill, bro. <laughs> so, okay. So crazy. then we could look at it that way. And it's very negative. In I that feel, sense, I, I yeah, guess. I feel like, I mean, like it. Well, Okay. Let's talk about how quickly it blew up. Uh-huh. I mean, A, we talked about because it's free. But, like, I saw something where I think ESPN, during the whole March Madness scenario, ESPN, like, had a video of two team names in, like, the style of, like, Fortnite buildings. And then one of them blew up. And it said, like, somebody's dropping threes, like, supp- supply drops. And then one of the game, like, one of the websites, I think it was Polygon. Polygon's like, you guys don't get it because... You don't do see a lot of supply drops in the game no, as it you is. Don't, so you, you don't. guys suck. A, <laughs> thanks for capitalizing, and B, go home. 
B, go home, you're out. And then like then you got like Drake. Just so home. that's what I wanted to talk about next. Why I think the game is still like running at a decent speed and it doesn't look like it's slowing down any sorts is people like Drake, Ninja, uh, also found his name is Tyler. Yeah, it's, Ty- it's Tyler Ninja Blevins. Blevins. Yeah. I actually want to talk about him because so so. Did I cut you off? No. Okay, so... I I wanted to talk more about Drake in okay. the sense of how they guess they link up in the way. So. Okay, cool. All right. Because I, I wanted to get there a little yeah, later, too. It. So when you wanted to start your gaming channel, <laughs> you were like, yo, you want to watch this? And I'm like, no. I explicitly <laughs> told did. him, no, I'm not trying to watch this. And it sucks because, like, I go to certain friends for confirmation <laughs> if they'll watch it. So him saying no, I was like, damn, I'm still going to do it. <laughs> I mean, I told but you damn. to do it, but I was like, I'm not really going to watch. I don't watch that stuff. So, I so, got you. And, and, and in your excitement to start doing this, you're like, yeah, man, I'm just going to make money just, you know, game streaming. And I'm like, what are you side, talking about? Side quest. And, and you were like, yeah, and, you know, cats are making, like, bank out here, like, $500,000. $500,000 You kept throwing that number at me, and I was like, this is bull, and I'll believe you, and I don't know where... Did you look it up? Yes, I did, actually. Okay. So Am I wrong? I think Tyler, Tyler Ninja Blevins is kind of this, like, magic unicorn in the streaming world because, A, he picked up a game that's so popular, Fortnite. Um, he, he picked it up and was good at it. Yeah, that he picked was it up. And early, he already streamed. And he everything. had a following, too. Yes, that's what I was about to say. It just worked out for him a right. little bit. So, so this, this, this ninja guy, Tyler Ninja Blevins. Let's just call him Ninja because if we yeah. keep calling Tyler, I'm, gonna be, I'm just going to be like, that's not, <laughs> right. it's Ninja, bro. <laughs> so Ninja is an esports competitor yes. who came into popularity playing Halo. Yes. His career started in 2009 in a competition in Orlando, but he didn't start to thrive into it until 2011 when he started playing Halo Reach. And in 2012, now I'm reading my notes, so I'm not that smart, but in 2012, <laughs> he won a Halo 4 exhibition tournament as part of the Warriors team. That's just the name of the team. There's, there's no location there. Mm-hmm. So he's already had a following in the first place. Um, so that helped him make these large numbers. Number two, um, um, because he had such a following when he moved over to Twitch to start streaming a game, he got a lot of subscriptions to follow his channel. And apparently, uh, as it turns out, uh, Twitch subscriptions like five dollars is like four ninety nine. Yeah, but they they get in them right now because it's like free. There's like a free trial to sign up or something like oh, that. Oh right. Yeah, well, yeah. part of it. Well, so when you when you sign up for a subscription, the five dollars subscription, half of it goes to Twitch, half of it goes to you. So apparently, he's got like a lot of people coming in. You know, adding to that's his what numbers. He, yeah, that's what I was about to say. Although a lot of people are kind of pissed because a lot of people think they're bots adding to the numbers. Just like unmanned, yeah. unmanned accounts just kind of jumping in, especially because Fortnite and Twitch did like a the, the like a pack um, together. Yeah, that was the what I was gonna say. Their um, Twitch made a thing with Fortnite to get certain skins and right, yeah. uh, cosmetics in the game, but that's where I think a lot of his influx has come yeah. from. And, yeah, and, and a lot that. of other like e gamers and Twitch streamers think that was part of the problem because people a wanted to get the skins. And I think they would just subscribe to him. So it's like a win-win yeah, for Yeah, win-win for them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ninja's so popular at this time. So I feel more comfortable signing up with his name. Right, so. right. So so A, he made a lot of money because A, he had a big following. B, the subscription numbers are coming in his way. So he's getting a lot of money that way. And then, you know, he's got a lot of sponsorship backings or he, you know, ad revenue because he's an esports player and has all this kind of, you know, clout, for lack of a better term. Fun fact, he had an eye, inter- uh, eye injury. Really? Yes. 
yep. from playing too many games. <laughs> I don't know if it's necessarily, <laughs> you know, it's Gaming it's definitely possible because <clears throat> that's another thing that you could think about relating to, I guess, injuries or anything of the sort. You're staring at a screen. Dude, well, these Twitch streamers stream for like the hours of a day. Somebody goes yeah. to work. You know what I mean? You know what's like, crazy too? Like e gamer, like esports gamers, like competitive esports gamers. It just looks like I don't know. I think I like breezed on something where like they're doing, they're taking like either like energy drinks or like Red something Bulls. to keep the Red yeah. Bulls, bro. It's you see crazy. Ninja, you see him downing the Red Bull. That's what crazy. I wanted to talk about too more about it is esports is thriving right now, man. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. It's it's. It's a it's a really I it's feel the like freshman market. year. It's the freshman year of esports, and everybody's trying to get in on it because it's very popular right now. You know when and I they'd be stupid not to. And when I realized that it was kind of something to pay attention, you know Rick Fox, uh, basketball player, actor, light skinned guy, sounds very familiar. Well, he has an esports team. What's his? Uh, I forgot what it's called, but he like bought. Oh my God, Rick Fox! Yeah, just yeah. looked up a picture of him, y'all. Yeah. I know who it is. Yeah, He's in you the Medea movies. <laughs> <laughs> that's He's how we know Rick. The, Fox. Yeah, that's how you know. He's um, that guy, that that good guy. Yeah, you know? yeah. He's always like the good, upstanding brother. Come on, man. Yeah. So he has his own esports team, Team Echo. There you go. And they're they're a force. I forget what games they play. But most esports games uh, teams have like a lot of hands in a lot of games. It's whatever's popular. At that's that true. Time. Yeah, yeah. Shout but let's go ahead. What were you guys? I was going to say shout out to Overwatch for being like a thing, and then not bro, being a thing. it's so hard to love that game. Well, you know what's funny? Mm-hmm. Why, why, why uh, Fortnite's doing so well too? I I breeze another article that I <laughs> I'm doing this point. <laughs> He's just movement. hard pointing at me right now. Um, I, I breezed by another article, of course, that I didn't get to read in time for this, but it said, why is the Fortnite community so nice? And you know what's not nice? nice? Yeah. You know, nice? I, that's what I thought, too. I was going to read it and be like, are you sure? But you, you know what's not nice, though? The Overwatch community. Is that it what is. the title of the... Or are you the, saying that? No, the article said, why is the Overwatch community... I'm not Overwatch. Yeah. Why is the Fortnite community so nice? And I was like, huh. No, I get teabagged all the time, so... <laughs> I don't like any of them. <laughs> they so, dance on you, actually. I'm over so there, bad. Man. But it's not toxic because there's no communication. There's no teams. They're you're squatting dancing. up. Yeah, you're squatting up with your friends. If someone dances on you, damn, that guy got me, and I can't even do shit about it. Right. I got to go to my next game. Exactly. That's it. Um, yeah, but Overwatch community is super toxic. And I think... An, super. The, super isn't the word. Yeah. I'm really close to the mic because I want people to realize that it is... Very unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. I don't like it. Like, I feel like esports is a very good. I mean, I mean, Overwatch is a very good esports game. It it's is like a right very, now. It's like designed to be a team game. A because you're supposed to build this team with Work. a proper composition, mm-hmm. so that you can execute whatever the task is. But people get so mad so fast because the game was fun. The game is really fun. Overwatch is fun, man. I just picked it back up and I was like, yo. I like this game. You picked it back up? A little bit, just we to play with my play friends. Again. Yeah, we should yeah, play. Well, it's See, cool when you do it amongst friends. friends. Yeah. But, but then once you get like that one rando who wants to sabotage the whole bro, competitive I'm match. I'm very competitive. That's what I'm saying. And I don't, that's what kills me, man. I've had a tour beer and jump off the map. Bro. Damn. I got in and someone said, oh no. And I was like, what? And he's like, I played with that guy last game. He just. Picks Torbier and jumps off the map. I was like, no way. And he did it. He aimed straight for the map. Dude, why would you waste your time? 
you must have some sort of like I don't know. You must be a sociopath or something just to irritate people and waste your own free time playing a game you bought. You bought the game to irritate people? I bought the game, sold the game, bought it again, <laughs> and I, I wish I sold it. <laughs> I wish I kept it sold. Yeah, so no one has, and our friend group has played it in a minute. So Listen, segue. It's I wanted to break it back. Yeah, esports is popping, and Fortnite is thriving, and Ninja's doing well. And I'll tell you why. It's because Drake. Drake yeah. really put this guy on the map, and ever since, he's just been playing with celebrities. He even recently played again with Drake, and he also played with Marshmallow. Um, oh wow! Yeah. So during the stream, which was funny, uh, Drake uh, talks to he dies in the middle of the duo match, and Ninja's left alone. He's picking off people as Ninja would do. Drake says, "Hey man, if you clutch this win, I'll give you five thousand dollar dono." <laughs> and I'm sitting here watching my video, the video. I'm oh, like, "What?" And he's like, and "Ninja's like, all right." If I wasn't trying harder already, and he wins, and Drake goes like, "All right, <laughs> I'm a man of my word. Tell me the information, I'll send it to you." Dude. Crazy man, and it's it's things like that. It's things like Drake, who's a good bridge and ambassador from like and normal gamers to celebrity. You we never e- had that man. You wouldn't we even know that he's a gamer. That. Yeah, exactly. That's you, the thing. But most celebrities are gamers. That's true. You it's know who just, it is? This Danny is... Brown. Danny Brown's a big gamer, apparently. Yeah. Like, he goes out and plays with a lot of people. Um, You know, so, okay. So, you, you well, A, two things. One, um, Drake. Two, there's, like, this big trend of, like, interviewing celebrities while doing things. It's pretty interesting. Hot Wings, for example. I'll say. There's, there's one where you, like, kids do yeah. art. Even the cars, comedians, cars, and coffee. Comedians getting cars and coffee. I Which I think is cool aspect because... <laughs> I I, comedians and, no, no, comedians I and cars getting coffee. Okay, cool. Yeah, I thought I said right. comedians and coffee getting cars. I said that. It sounded <laughs> like... But uh, what I wanted to say was like, it's... I feel like you bringing that up, that makes it... You know, it's more clear to me that that is a thing now. Yeah. Because like the hot wings, the cars... uh I'm even this, it, they're not even interviewing them. That's what I'm trying yeah. to do on my. Right. I want to interview these people, right, and do like a series. Yeah, of because up thing. like he ninja just plays the game. People are focusing on playing the game. That's cool. Yeah, and he's kind of goofy too, from what I understand. He's too. very goofy. He's yeah. entertaining, but that's that's like the game. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's why he says that was another reason why he thinks it's gonna last a while. He says it's colorful. Yeah, and it's vibrant. They're always coming up with new stuff. Which is true. Right. PUBG, in comparison, isn't coming out with m- weekly things. You know, that's what I mean? true. you know, it's funny. Every they, week, there's something new. They just uh, PUBG just like made a new map. map that, that, that's like very. It's called Blue. It's much smaller. Apparently. I think it's called Blitz. And it's like it looks like kind of like a, a Fortnite thing where they made the island smaller, and you know. But they had to keep up. It's, it's true. I've never played PUBG in my life, and I know it's a good game, but like. Compared to the fun goofiness of yeah. Fortnite, it's just, and that's why it's probably going to succeed more than PUBG because it's kid friendly too. Mm. There's kids playing this shit on their phone. That is a huge yeah. issue in schools when they, too. When they Teachers move to mobile, yeah, yeah, it's uh, a huge well, issue. Yeah, my cousin, shout out to Eli. Damn, he's all <laughs> over it probably, right? Yeah, yeah, and I, they've made more money. Fortnite mobile has made more money than like Pokemon Go 
and one other like the other biggest mobile game. Yep. And that and it's free. Yeah. It's just free. Crazy. There's only cosmetics. And it's so sad because I'm victim of buying cosmetics. Cause well, because like, when you get surrounded by a bunch of dudes who got like the spacesuit and then that weird shovel thing. I don't want to run in my regular. <laughs> like, you yeah, know what that's I mean? Me. That's People me. are going to think I'm regular. And a white I'm beater and some cargo jeans just running around. Yeah, Fortnite. <laughs> Yo, all right. To segue even more. Fortnite, before you get there. Yes, go ahead. Uh, so the first time we did this show, we brought up this one individual from YouTube who I do not like. And you know what's funny? He also tried to play Fortnite. And he got he got reamed. Trolled the hell out of him. Reamed. I'm going to stop here. I'm going to play a clip of that first episode because that, that's how much I dislike this dude. He wasn't going to change ever. His apology was trash. He went on Good Morning America and talked to Michael Strahan. That was trash. This kid has no redeemable qualities. I'm sorry. I just don't. He's the reason why I, do, like, I don't like YouTubers. All right. So he, like, he is a prime example of YouTube garbage. I'm glad you said that. That's just how much I do not like Logan Paul. I'm sorry. <laughs> YouTube's a dumpster fire. Logan Paul is the worst example of YouTubers. And I hate people like Logan Paul because he... Uh, He's just immature and a child. And then he tries to go play games and he makes gamers look bad because he, he's like, yeah, the he epitome of like the, yeah. the, the child yeah. trying to be a man. Yeah. So you're definitely right. Get that man off of Twitch. He's like, I'm trying to make a positive community here. And everyone's like, oh, la, 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 la. yeah, get that man off of Twitch and get yourself a movie pass. Hey. Movie pass is only five ninety five. No, month. it's not, not, not anymore. No, I think, that was, I think that was a quick deal. Shit. <laughs> There goes the plug. <laughs> Get yourself a movie pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah, but Logan Paul's awful. Yeah, yeah. Gaming's yeah. awesome. Drake is helping it. And I was going to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. With the release of God's Plan and this new hit, Nice for What, starring a plethora of women. Oh, the, the, the music video. Yeah. yeah, starring a plethora of women from Olivia Wilde, Rashida Jones, mm. Issa Rae? Is it Issa? I think it's Issa Rae. Issa, thank you. I appreciate it. Issa Rae. Tiffany Haddish. Mm. Tracy Ellis Ross. Mm. We got uh, Sid was even in it. That was cool. I, I saw Sid and I was like, what? That's crazy. That's, she's, she's, she's mainstream. And Emma Roberts. And, uh, really? I didn't know she was Yeah, in she was in it. I feel like Drake really likes Emma Roberts. I feel like he does as well. <laughs> weirdo. And Latita... Latia, I feel like I might be pronouncing Oh, Latisha. Right. Yeah. From, from Black Panther. Yeah, let's, let's, that was Letitia. a cool plot twist for me, too. I was like, yeah, I didn't even know you guys knew each other. <laughs> like, I had no clue. Well, damn. Yeah. But uh, do you think, with all this, do you think it's like Year of the Drake right now? You think if he did anything, if you think. You know, it's funny. I read an article and like, oh, so Drake is woke now. That's cool. I don't think like, he's woke. Like, God's plan is a super nice song. Like, I'm going to. Gave all my money back to the community. This is great. And then he's got the women, the, the single for all the yeah. ladies out. Like, ladies, okay. what you got to be nice for? Yeah. So people were like, okay, what, is that your new wave guy? Like, But he's he's in everything, though. So, like... I mean, he just knows dude, how to put himself in the proper place at the proper time. Is that what you think, though? Like, God's plan, I don't even know. Whatever it was. Um, like, I think he's reaching that level where he can almost release anything and it's going to be a hit. Well, you know what? He takes time. And then he comes back, and people are never like a hundred percent sure what he's about to get into. And then when he does, he does it in a pretty uh, effective and efficient way. Yeah. So yeah, he, he he doesn't take L's often. I've never seen him take an L. 
Have you? I mean, I can't think right now, but I'm sure he has. Maybe, maybe with the Jennifer Lopez. Oh well, he, he he put that out there too, but that wasn't even an L. He's like, because yeah. I want Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, get <laughs> get text from J Lo. <laughs> she ain't text me back. Man. Diplomatic immunity. Somebody give me the phone number to J Lo, please. Anyway, so nah, I don't think <laughs> nah. So you think, but to answer my question, do you think that he's going to thrive for the rest of the year? Because it's only the first quarter. Uh, Are we leaving the first? Uh, quarter? No, we're in the we're in the second. Second, yeah. Um, I think he always thrives, so I don't think it's a matter of, like, is this his year? I think it's just another version of Drake where he does something and people will eat it up because that's what we do when Drake puts out stuff. So I feel like that's what we do when Drake puts out stuff now because, like, he was gassed up, but now everybody's looking at him. I mean, everyone, man. I mean, he's, he's reached a different level of clout. He He really has. He's reached that. He's he's. I don't think he's he's not bulletproof. I wouldn't call him. I wouldn't say he's bulletproof. He's if anything, he's got a bigger target on his back. But I mean, he's told us too. So it's like one of his big ass themes in music. Oh yeah, can't trust nobody. Everybody looking at me. Uh, I'm just like, all right, Drake. Who? But I mean, I'm sure he does. You know, he. Who who knows? Whatever. That's one of his big themes. Big ass heartbreak. Drake. You know. Oh, so what I was gonna say about that was. Uh, to add on to the Fortnite conversation, he has said on Ninja Stream, if if Epic Games makes yes, if Epic Games makes a hotline bling emote, he will rap about Fortnite. <laughs> it's gonna happen, yo. Let's see, this he and knows how to be in the right place at the right time. Now, what's going to happen is they're going to literally make that. It's going to be out tomorrow, <laughs> probably. You know what? They might as well make a single ladies emote, too. They might as well just... Fortnite can really be smart about they what they... Cash they can cash in. That's because, like, you know, because the, the visual execution is so goofy, they, like... It's fun. It's in, it's the same as Overwatch. And, and I think it's when people... It's kiddish, but, like... It's arena. You feel like a hero. You feel like your guy's the guy. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Every time you put that character on, you're like, All right, let's go fucking do this. <laughs> I'm um, this Reaper. I'm John Wick. Oh yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> but um, he's not. It's called the Reaper skin. It's not the John Wick skin. Right, true, true, true. That's the community. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's take a quick musical break. Ooh, yeah. Let's it's, go to some music. It's my turn to plug the music today, y'all. Yeah. I got uh one for uh for y'all. It's from Funk and Vibe. We got a producer by the name of Gio, all the way from Puerto Rico, and he did a lovely sound palette for us. Like I said, you could check it out on Funk and Vibe. Wait, what is the sound palette? You have to explain that to people. Oh, so sound palette is our monthly uh release. This is from Funkin' and Vibe, this isn't from A&M, but uh, it's our monthly release of just spotlighting producers that are all over the world, and um, this month we have three tracks from Geo, and the song that we are going to give you on the halftime break is Banana, very nice flip, I think you guys will notice it, it is the uh, Banana Boat song by Harry Belafonte. Work all I gotta drink a rum. Stop for now, I'm in my 
And we're back. <laughs> What's up, y'all? <laughs> okay. I hope you guys enjoyed that. <laughs> it's dope, dope. Um, all right, keeping it in, in the line of video games. Let's, uh, oh, video games and pop culture. Let's talk about Ready Player One. Yes. <laughs> I was going to try to make a noise. Don't no, I, I, in short, I like the movie, but realize I am someone that did not know anything going into the movie. I love video games and pop culture and old, like, 90s and 80s retro things and just everything. It's it's a very nice homage to your childhood if you did not read the book. Well, okay, here's all right. Well, okay, I feel like if you read the book, you're gonna have a different, different like a review of it. The book is weird. Uh, it's in a weird place. So okay, so hey, I like the movie. Okay, it was good. It was very, very Spielbergian. So you it know, was. You know, I felt like everything was gonna be brought okay. down by the man. Gotta go kick the man in the butt in the way that kids do. Yeah, et rides off into the sunset. Oh, the night. Anyway, so that was cool. You know, like, okay, so, like, a biggest draw for the book was, like, if you were a fan of the 80s, and like, you lived through the 80s, it was, like... It was the perfect book for you. Yeah, like, they're like, oh, man, this is all the stuff that I ate up when I was a kid, man. Mm-hmm. I love it. Cool. And they're throwing out, like, super specific... Specific. Yes, thank you. Super specific references left and right, and you're like, oh, man, yeah, that's me. Yeah, I get it. Blah, blah, blah. So that's cool, but uh, like some of the major plot points in the book uh, were missed in the movie. And, I heard and the, the book gets a little dark too, which I really kind of missed out and I was upset about. But I, I heard uh spoiler. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not going to. Well, we'll probably wind up spoiling. I'm going to let you know now for anyone because someone walked up to me and said, you spoiled. I forgot what Black Panther was it? Yeah, was it, uh, it was Zio. Yeah. I was like, bro, you didn't see it. It's been out for a month and a half. Damn, that's what are you up. saying? Hey man, people got lives, you know. He's like, yo, man. Even Chadwick on SNL said, "Y'all didn't see the movie yet. <laughs> it's been two months, y'all." You have not seen the movie yet. It has been two months. What are you doing? That's a different African. African. That was a, that was pretty good though. But regardless, uh, yeah. Spoiler alert: We are. Discussing a movie that we both have seen, and yeah. we're going to talk about the things that happened in the movie versus the book. The so, if you don't like what we're going to talk about, fast forward. If you don't give a shit, listen. <laughs> the movie was really good. I read that Dido dies. He gets so so the company. Well, how does he die? The yeah. company IOI uh-huh. in the book, and I don't know the super the specific details, but IOI comes in his house in real life, and they throw him out a window. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty messed up, yes. actually. And so, like... Is that towards the end of the book, or...? No, that's halfway. Jeez. I think that's before they get the second key. Jeez. So, <clears throat> you know, like, at the end of the movie, they talk about, like, that confession? Yes. Like, super casually? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, so, I think the confession that they would be referring to in the book, like, um, Wade does some hacking uh-huh. and discovers the, the footage of... Dido like getting killed. Damn. And I think this is kind of fun. And I up. think D- Dido had it set up so like you could see it because I think he knew something was gonna happen to him. But he they, he like find the footage and then they're like he broadcasts it all over the oasis to like you know yeah to Just let them know like it. yo IOI is corrupt. Yeah, yeah, Watch yeah, out. Yeah. yeah. Also super mad like in the movie like the old lady on the bottom of the of the of the the, the trailer stack. Yes. 
She like goes up to the, the Ben Mendelsohn's character. She's like, I know what you did. And I'm like, how did you not blow up in the explosion? Dog? Can I be honest with you? I was mad at the very end when he got to the truck, opened up the door. I would have blasted that kid right there. Anyone, any villain. <laughs> any bah, 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 any bah. villain would have popped all those kids no matter what. He stared at it and smiled. Did you notice his smile? I just, I was like, just like, I know like what's gonna happen now. He, he, everything was just wow. He's like, I'm, I'm gonna lose. It was just a really cop out of an ending, and I got upset about it. Yeah, yeah. even when it, it came to that point, I was like, oh shit, what, what the fuck's gonna happen? And then, yeah, I was like, yo, how? My, my, my thought was, how are they gonna stop him from actually firing this gun? And it was, we got you. There's no point. I mean, in that situation, if you fired the gun, you're just going to jail for a longer period of time. But uh, that's true. Yeah, so, I mean, the movie's cool. If you really like Spielberg and that whole kind of story arc, young kid put down by the man going up. I heard his. Artemis's character was a little weak in the movie compared to the book. I heard she's, like, a lot more of a factor in the book than she is yes. in the movie. Um, their falling out was legitimate. Spoiler, H and, H and Wade have more of a falling out because Wade, is, well, H is like, yo... I'm your homie, and yeah, and Wade's like, no, I love Artemis, and he's like, you're dumb. Well, H, she says, you're this dumb. This is in the book, too. Yeah, right? she's like, okay. you're dumb. Get back to me when you like get yeah. your senses back. Yeah. Um, you know what? My problem with the movie, and granted, you can't, you can't. It's you, hard to bring everything from the. You book can't to explore the movie. a character so yeah. much, like oh, so much in that short amount of time. But like, we really get the sense that Wade is like a nerd. Yeah. Uh, because he like spends. A large amount of time, a, like a very long amount, like amount of time, just watching all of these movies that that uh, the creator whose name escapes me, the creator of Oasis. Oh my god! Yeah, whatever, whatever the case. Like he spends, he like studies this guy literally. So he looks up every movie he's he's watched, every book he's read, played every game. That but he's I think they they reflected that in the movie. But I feel like bit. anything that was like. Kind of like a oh wow that's really rare and I didn't know and I wouldn't know unless I had done it in my Holloway yeah 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 okay like I wouldn't any of the like the kind of the the nuggets of mm -hmm. like oh man I've never played adventure what is it like they explain it to you so anything that's supposed to be like a throwback and and super uh, important to like, an, in an individual book. person yeah they explain no they explain it in the movie. Oh, okay. So, like, in the book, like, he'll throw out all these references, and if... You'll um, never know it if you didn't know it. If you're it. not really hip to it, like, you've heard of these things, but you don't really know them in the context that he speaks them, uh, of them, so... Um, so, is it really that bad of a movie to a book, then? I mean, book to a movie, if if they explain everything? It's just... So, okay, so I kind of want to bring this point up. Um, so, I was reading reviews for the movie, and this one writer from Polygon... Uh, Allegra Frank. Uh, the, the the title of her article is "Ready Player One" is a film for no one because it has to be for everyone. And one of her quotes says, "The movie had to adapt a adapt a book designed to appeal to the narrowest possible audience and sell it to the widest audience possible." That's true. And then she continues by saying, "There's nothing comforting or inspiring about watching Ready Player One on a big screen because we don't need to be told that someone out there finally gets us. Everyone gets us." End quote. Nerd culture is not niche anymore. It was. And in that 10, I think in the 10 period process that Marvel built their universe, mm -hmm. comic book culture and in effect nerd culture has become 
like an everyday thing. Thing. It's it, it's, it's very the, it's, it's the very fruitful. Biggest right now. commercial like product. Period. Yeah, I would say most of those fans are probably more committed to purchase things that are towards that thing too. That's yeah, debatable, but, but like, like everyone's got like, you know. Everyone, that makes sense, though. Everyone's got, like, a little BB-8 in their house, or everyone's got, like, a little... Something. Millennium. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and, like, and it's because they have the two biggest properties, two, like, the two biggest pieces of nerd culture, Star Wars and Marvel. Yeah. Owned by the same person? Now now owned under the same umbrella, Disney, which is also, Another. I mean, never really, like, a niche thing, but they're, like, they're the opposite. You got the biggest, like, visibly biggest um, brand, mm-hmm. and you took... Two relatively smaller, more niche um, entities, and then mash them together. So, like this small community of of dedicated comic book people and and Star Wars fans, they're now everywhere. They're yeah. they are they are every person. Um, so like the movie now, I guess it's not nearly as like, oh man, I'm on the in crowd now. It's more like, wow. Everyone in this theater probably understands what's happening on screen, and it's not nearly as special. Like, I was a little mad when I saw the trailer. They put Tracer in the movie. Why are you mad about that? But Well, well, the point of the book is that... Oh, like, like, it's so, a throwback. It's a throwback. Yeah, and I was okay. reading another review, and they're saying, like, it seems pop culture stopped after 2017. So, like, there's, like, there is no, like, semblance of relevant culture at the time of the oasis you know there's there's no like pop culture happening then it's just all old culture oh okay which would never exist period because there's always culture happening but would you say that i think maybe they were just trying to sprinkle it as an easter egg to something that reflected because there's a bunch of people that i didn't even know they were just characters to be characters it wasn't like every character in the movie was it's like weird seeing like ryu walk around yeah like the dude but they were trying to open up to a broad audience and that's weird because it's also like 90s like the point of the book is lost if you're trying to incorporate like all pop culture. I think they were more so trying to grab the people that were in the nineties and then putting something like Tracer and putting all those people together. The, Even the DeLorean being the car. Well that, that makes I mean? sense. That fits the time period. Was it in the book, the his car? I don't remember what his car was. I don't remember the race. Can you give me the book? Yeah, I'll give it to you. I want to read it. I don't remember the the race. I mean, the race was cool. I like the race. I loved the book. I loved the movie. The race is not part of the book. Really? I'm very disappointed because I thought the race was really cool. And I was very excited about the rest of the movie when he figured it out. When he did the driving backwards aspect, I thought, I was like, this is a good... I was in the theater. So I watched it with my friend. I legit turned to her. I said, that would be like after a month after the race happened... That'd be the second thing I would have thought to do. Yeah, you think so? Or at least just figure out what's behind you. Everyone's looking in the same direction. Come on. Like, okay, you know why that doesn't work in 2018? Reddit. You don't think the internet. You don't think people are going to be like, just go backwards, bro. <laughs> he said Reddit. Have you ever played Mario Kart, bro? Can I be real? Can I be weird? Uh, I feel like the, the what was it? The gunters oh yeah the gunters yeah. they weren't which was the egg hunters it was yeah. the people that were searching for the easter egg go watch the movie it's a good movie it's definitely it's gonna be on my watch list so you guys are gonna hear that later that but fun. regardless um you're definitely right because hackers and people they find out leaks to characters and games and all that stuff yeah. so how didn't you find out 
Like these guys jump around everywhere. Like if the move, if I, some some people would drive in the middle of the go to the dinosaur, get out the car, and be like, hmm. yeah, yeah <laughs> people are like but people wait, are way too curious. I'll to say me. this: it makes more sense to take less risks because if you lost everything, right? If you lose your stuff there, you lose everything. Uh, yeah. Okay. So maybe there is a little bit more of a that's a good risk. way to justify it because yeah. he that was the whole point of the why he didn't jump. Is because like you just don't do that. Like right. I'm not gonna lose all my shit. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. I know it doesn't work. <laughs> like it doesn't work. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe he just had to look at it differently. But I thought it was too convenient when he went to go to the 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 hall, and he said, "Gotta go backwards." I was like, "Is this guy talking to him right now?" Because <laughs> it looked like he was looking at him. Like yeah, he, yeah, he found like found me out, bitch. <laughs> he looked over it like toward the camera, but not at the camera. He's like, "Ah, oh, here's a clue." Wink. I was like, literally, I was so mad when he went in reverse. I was like, "You, you don't think the internet would have found that out?" Like, I, maybe not, week though. two, maybe not though, because you have to think it's bro. If you can, like, if you can find out hidden characters, like somebody hacked DBZ and found there was a small island that you could find. Like it's like. Yeah, there's like an island off off of the immediate map. Oh yeah, that's yeah, right. Somebody explored that and found some something that might be unlocked later. I'm like, you tell me you never know to go that. backwards. I did see the that. The game does the movie doesn't make sense in 2018. If it came out in 2008 or it like 2011 sense. when the book came out, yeah. that maybe I think the book came out in 2011. But maybe now, it or if did. it came out in 2000 or something, like I would be like, oh wow, that's crazy. Yeah, but. The word the, the internet is too smart for that kind of oh you just go backwards. Yeah, so I was like low key bad. I was like I'm actually irritated. That was my most exciting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I was like this dude's good. I'm glad that he figured I, it out. He I, deserves this. Well, yeah, I think the rewards are a little bit the like like his rewards in solving the puzzles are a little bit more. Rewarding. Is high five a real thing in the book? Are they referred to as high five? No, because. Spoiler: Dido dies. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, um, Fantastic Four. Wait, uh, were I Dido and Show Brothers? No, they're just uh, yeah. I think they're just very good friends outside, like in the yeah, real yeah, world. Yeah. yeah, I think they're very good friends. So, uh, in reading, uh, I that Dido dies. When I saw that on the internet, I was like, "Fuck!" That was when I like when I spoiler when I found out Neji dies. Loki, bro. Mad. You know, I had to hold that from Jay Fingers for like months because I read the manga and I was like, Joe, someone died. Oh, and yeah. It's yeah. a major character. <laughs> and he's like, I want to know, but you can't tell me. <laughs> he finally watched it. And he's like, yo, I was pretty tired. I found out through the game and I was like, is this just the game oh, canon or is this the actual canon? It's and canon, it was, canon. I was so mad. I'm tired because Neji is literally the probably best hand to hand combat person. That's like there. when I found out that. That what's his face Glenn dies in The Walking Dead. Spoiler, my bad if I spoiled that for you. Oh no, that's like in the comic. No, in the comic and in the show, I was so upset. You were upset. I knew because it was I I played the Walking Dead the Telltale game. Yeah, and I really liked Glenn. I'm like, this is a cool He's, dude. Like he was a really relatable character. Yeah, like I see myself in him. I'd be fucking flipping out if I. He's the runner. <laughs> I like that he ran. <laughs> like yo, oh, it's going down. I'm out. Yeah, so when I found out he died, I was super upset. Like, I I debated whether I wanted to read the rest of the There's books. a lot of stuff that uh, happens. And see, that's what's rough about these shows or movies that go to, uh, I mean, these books or comics or graphic novels that go to Well, you, to have, to tend, you have to switch shows. to the audience. You can't be nearly as... as that's whack, though. It depends on who's running it. Honestly. I agree. Because well, the Marvel, Dead, they be skip-toeing around all this well, canon The stuff. Walking Dead... 
to, to to in their defense have never had like a proper showrunner to figure out where the show should go. Fair so they've enough. always been. Um but moving back to Ready Player One really quickly. Uh yeah. so I was I wanted to talk about it on the show and I was kind of just like hoping articles would pop up my way. And one of the articles that popped up um was an article or a review of the movie from OK Player. Uh, it was a writer by the name of Jasmine Joyner. And the, the headline of the article was why Ready Player One and its erasure of black culture is harmful. And my, my knee-jerk reaction was literally what you just gave me. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Yo, I just got so mad at I was, that. I literally, my reaction was like, come on. There's like, one black girl in it. Well, that's part of the problem. So um, so I actually read the, her article because that's fair and that's what you should do. And Tight, There's so, one black girl in it. Well, here's the thing. The book, so my, 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 my frustration with the article itself, mm-hmm. the book is is written by a white male who loves the 80s for white males who love the 80s. The whole the whole movie is is and there's a lot it's, of the controversy it's is based around the 80s. No, it's about gatekeeping of who is allowed to be this kind of person. And I think that's the general like issue people are seeing with gaming. Okay. It's like who isn't quote unquote entitled to be this person. Um you know gaming is generally seen as like a male's world and there are scenarios where men have asserted themselves to to be the like i guess the uh homogenous the dominant culture um that makes sense so so like this this book was never really designed to be like an insect an inclusion writer no you, you like you weren't expecting to see all these crazy, unique characters from different backgrounds come together because it's really about this this one white dude. He's Journey. like yeah. he's like validating his existence in this book. Yeah. So, um, when she when when the when the author of the article Jasmine Joyner wrote, she she said she read the book initially and she liked it, but then when she went back to it, she found like now I'm going to quote her. She found its total lack of representation to be upsetting and disingenuous and there i was like whatever but then she says it excludes not only pocs people of color but tokenizes them when they do show up in the text Hmm. both daito and shoto are two japanese characters whose avatars are wearing samurai armor and that's the end of the quote that i picked up that's pretty Racist. token yeah. yeah like you're gonna oh i got these two japanese guys let me let, make sure he can fight because he or, could fight in the movie yeah it's too. like if i took a chinese character and made him drink tea the whole damn time like yeah okay and then and then damn. you have h h well h is problematic on multiple levels because a h is hiding her identity yes hiding the fact that she's black and I mean, apparently in the book like some of her backstories is that like she was told to like you've got to be this kind of person to succeed in life. So she disguises herself. I really want to read the book now. as a, a white male. Yeah. And then at the end, when she's revealed, it's revealed that she is, you know, this overweight black lesbian. So like, that's, that's like the, yeah, <laughs> your, your shoulders. Drunk, so, <laughs> and it's just like, Oh wow. That like, so that's supposed to be like, there's, there, there are people that's inclusive in here, but like, we don't give this, this proper, like psychology into why she has to do this. Mm-hmm. And then 
it's just not like oh, a, so you don't really get backstory on the reason why not she too did that much like, like that? there's a little kind of family thing going on where she's like you know i told you you got to be this in the, in the if you're gonna go out and be this in oasis you got to be this so i gotta i gotta i feel like that's very difficult to even do but but in the article the her biggest argument or her biggest irritation is that mm-hmm. there is no black 80s culture and that's that's that was my point earlier that it's written by a white male who loved the 80s. So it's his experience. So we're not going to see like Thriller or any Michael Jackson or any of that. Like, Yo, is it- that, I'm sorry. Now that I think about it, exactly, it makes a lot of sense because when she went into The Shining, she was like, I've never seen The Shining. And, you know, I'm, I'm knee jerk. Seen, yeah. You probably assume that a lot of black people haven't seen Shining. That's just like an assumption. That's so bad. Exactly. And I'm tight. You convinced me <laughs> like from it, that quote. I was like, no way. And now I'm like, oh, no. And if H was like a fully realized person who lived in the 80s, if H was a character who actually was in the 80s or enjoyed 80s culture and enjoyed okay. like black 80s culture, she would look more like a female version of Donald Glover. And I'm using him because he's like. The nerd that has, you know, <laughs> you're right though. I get what yeah, you're like he, you would be busting out like shaft jokes. Yeah, <laughs> you'd be like ha ha, and then all the wife would be, be like, I don't get nerdy. it. Yeah, yeah, you'd be a little. You would bit... be nerdy, but you have your, you know, pieces of culture that you can refer to in that time period, and then also have these. So, so H is just it's H is just another friend that either There's Ernest no. Klein or Wade would have just happens to be black. And then is enjoying all of these white culture. So you feel things. like they just kind of put a spin on it at the end of it, maybe? Like, well, no, no. H has always, always been like that. Always a, a black lesbian, and 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 in the movie, it's not even assumed but that she's I see a lesbian. What, I see where she's getting at with that because, like, it does seem like you could have kind of went on without that. H could have been anybody. Yeah, I was about to say H could have been like. To her actual character, how she was written, you know what I mean? It could have just been a female. Honestly, it didn't even have to be a black female lesbian. Yeah. It had nothing to do with Like, like that's all just flavor, but it doesn't mean anything. Damn, just like, yeah, a bunch of fluff. Yeah, basically. There was no no meaning behind the fluff. It wasn't like that was an ingredient that needed to be added. That's like adding salt to something that doesn't need salt. (laughs) You don't need the salt all this, B. So That's like... Oh no! <laughs> to quote Chadwick from oh, SNL, yeah. <laughs> it's like adding raisins to potato salad. <laughs> she would probably add raisins to the potato salad. I died. <laughs> I was I like, "Yo, died. that's correct." <laughs> he got the points. Tell me, he got the points. <laughs> uh, that's that's a really crazy thing to think about, though, because um, it's just like in, it's not like H is not a fully realized person. H is just. Another homie that Wade would have had, but just happens to be black and happens to be lesbian. Being a being being black and being lesbian doesn't mean anything in the book. It yeah. just they're just they're just surface level things. They're like armor, and you just pick yeah. it off, and then it's just. I got a question for you, or yeah, I want to get your opinion on this. If you like, with all this going on, because I I came into this saying like I enjoyed this movie, right? Now I'm feeling almost like. I shouldn't have enjoyed the movie. No, it's fair to, to enjoy the movie because... But this is my thinking. So is it is it becoming too much with all these headlines and reviews and articles and people writing their... I mean, you can even say this podcast is almost like ridiculous if that's the case. But like, are people giving their opinions and 
Is it justified? Because going to the movies was going to the movies. It wasn't necessarily like, well, you know, uh, this person was trying to be, they're, they're labeling Asians wrong. They're labeling blacks right. wrong. Well, Are they, do you think it's becoming too toxic to the actual project? And, and this is like a, a political correctness kind of thing yeah. we're, we're, we're touching base on. I think because we're in, in a period where um, we have representatives uh, of who we are, and by we I mean just people of color, not black people, I'm saying all people, mm-hmm. there are more visible um, role models or or content creators that make things that make sense um, to, you, uh, to us. You're yes. making, there's people that make uh, more... I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. yeah so, 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 okay. So for projects the, that take a little bit more love into it, they, they keep these ideas. It's not just throwing out random well, stuff. Well, it, you don't have non-cultured people. And I'm using that term very loosely. Yeah. You don't have people of a certain culture making movie about a certain culture. Culture. So you don't have white people making black TV shows like <laughs> blackish or something like that. Well, no, I don't know who does black. No, no, so no. I'm not saying that. I'm saying like, right. But in that sense, it's right. not like if, if a white person had made blackish 20 years ago, fine. 30 yeah. years ago, even before the Cosby show, I mean, it would still happen after the Cosby yeah. show. And it's hard to use the Cosby show now, but you, you can't ignore it what hard. it was. It you hard. can't ignore what it is. I though. loved Cosby, Cosby, Cosby yeah. show. The, the, the Cosby show. Yeah. So, 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 um, we're at this point now where we, we understand and, and the world is more reactive because we have a voice now and we can, we can defend ourselves, us being again, people of color, um, when things don't add up. So, so when, so, okay. So now I like, for like that answer, Isle yeah. of Dogs, um, this movie, like we're not, we're not in this point where we have to sit back and watch other people do stuff for us. We can, we can do, do it, it ourselves. ourselves. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. if you're going to come and bring this movie about the, the nerd, and not have, or not, or not, or not on this scale at least. And that's why the Steven this, Spielberg, exactly. big budget movie, still working with the source material though. So the source material is has problems. And then Steven Spielberg just put that source material on the big screen. Damn, I see what you're saying. We so have things. Not, we have ways of going about it. We can we can change it. We could do something yeah, about it. So exactly. So 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 in, in the in the case of Ready Player One. Mm-hmm. This is a story about, oh, you know, and I, I hate to be so aggressive with it, but it's the story of a white male mm-hmm. kind of flourishing in all of this. And a lot of, a lot of people have used this term, useless information or use, useless pop culture information and shaping it in a way where it, it is important and it validates his earlier existence. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think the the second book that Ernest Klein writes too, it's called Armada. Okay. It's, I think it's, and this is loose, but it's basically about aliens coming down and attacking the earth Damn. and all the people who like played video games are now like vital in this army. Wait, really? It's called Armada. Yeah. I'm going to check it out too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and I think it hasn't been nearly as receptive as the first one was. Probably not. Because when Ready Player One came out, it was, it was still in like that early. I actually like, comic followed book it. Wave. I, I followed it 
even when you said 2011, I was like, yeah, it was around yeah, that time. I was excited. I bought the book. I was like, yeah, man. Yeah. I heard Steven Spielberg cool. was going to make a movie. Yeah, I was like, shit, now I really need to get like on this. But I still didn't because yeah. I, I, I'm actually kind of happy now that I didn't. But, uh, I, I, you know, it's good because you can you can look at it two ways. Like, I'd, I'd love to go back and read the book now and see how, like, how different it is. Yeah, I think I was just, like, when I was I had fresh eyes and I just wasn't really considering, like, well, this book's not necessarily meant to represent me. It's just meant to represent, like, something that I kind of was, like, that nerd. So, like, I get it. But, you know, we have different, we have, you know, people who represent us. Like, even... Like the Runaways, I haven't seen the 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 Hulu version of the Runaways. The Runaways uh, are a Marvel title. Yeah, the Marvel title. Yeah, uh, I heard good reviews on it. I, I did too as well. I haven't watched it myself either. Though. But the the main character <laughs> started it. One of, one of the main characters, Alex Wilder, is also an, a nerd, and there too. And but he like he's, I mean that's another that's example. the main character, the black yeah the, the black dude with the, yeah, the fro. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. he's just an example. It's a small example of like like black nerd culture and. He's, you know, he's playing like something like Fortnite on his computer. And then, you know, he breaks out and does the whole Marvel thing. But he's not like a tokenized version or he's not even like it's not even like they they ignore that he's black, too. He's he's representative of who he is and, you know, what a black nerd would look like. It's not like he just Yo. is a nerd and happens to be black. Black. Yeah. He's doing he's representing. You know, I'm not like make, repping with the black power comb fist or whatever. But I want to make something that that spotlights black nerds properly well i mean you have your experience and then you'll apply it but you just have to make sure that that's it's what not. i'm saying i feel like it's based off experience i feel like these people are writing it based off of source material well no that's what that's the problem with ready player one is that again it is this white male validating his his love it, for, for 80s 80s culture for other you know white males because that's all the culture that he really took in because he's white. And so it's are not you his blaming fault. the author, or are you blaming the the main character? I'm 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 blaming the author, but it's not his fault. It's just he wrote that book from his, his own point of view, point of view, and his experiences, Damn. And, which is all just white culture. And I mean, and it just takes me back to how people are a little bit uh, sensitive then to how that is. You can't enjoy the book for what it is. You can't enjoy the movie for what it is. But it's hard to, but because because being ignored for so long as like a creative or being a nerd and being black like it's hard to to see yourself in that when so many cultural icons that you would assume would be in there are just not there okay you know what i'm saying yeah i didn't see shaft up in there or anything like well that. shaft i think this is the 70s anyway michael Girl. jackson's character but like but, video game <laughs> moonwalker yeah. but like yeah but like no reference to any sort of relevant black icons from the 80s feels weird for someone like what black icons do you know from the 80s? I mean, I'm not super, you know... Because maybe there wasn't any black culture in the 80s. You you, you dead-ass going to say that? <laughs> Are you dead-ass going to make that did. argument? I should slap the mess out you right here, bro. That's the end of that conversation. There wasn't, there wasn't any black nerd stuff? That's the end of this conversation. Was that Ready, Ready Player One is Help the, me out. Bro, okay, let me pull up the article. Help me out, since man. Since I am brain-dead... Because I don't know, this is all that that I'm just aggravated by that article, but I'm aggravated with the author now. Wait, and like, well, we we should wrap up soon because we're, we're we're near the one hour mark. Well, we're, we talked we about video hour. games, so yeah, sure that happens. all right. So okay, wait. let me let me hit you with these names, bro. And I'm sh shame on me for not knowing all these names. Look, 
Mr. T. Oh, Prince shit. Whitney Houston. Diana Ross. MC Hammer. Eddie Murphy. Coming to America. Michael Jackson. Right. Janet Jackson. Right. Whoopi Goldberg. Right. The all list right. goes on. All right. All right. All right. You don't even have to continue. Thank you, Jasmine Joyner. I'm sorry. You are definitely right. That is fair. Like, come on, bro. Nothing. Like, you don't think somebody's rocking a Purple Rain outfit in That's Oasis? No, didn't he? No. I'm pretty sure he did. He referenced some other character. I don't even know who it was. No, hold on a second. Nope. It was not It was not Prince. You know what I'm talking about when he was dressing up yeah, in so the he's mirror? Dressing, it wasn't Prince. <laughs> Yo, he was Could have so been Bowie, but it wasn't Prince. He did Michael Jackson. He did the dance. He did Thriller. He wore the, he wore oh, the costume. That's, okay, one. Bing. Let's put up a little, little scoreboard. H was funny. You I mean, tell that she was black. It was weird though when I heard her voice, like the voice you knew from H. Yeah. I was like, "Yo, this it is clearly like, like a black person." And I, <laughs> I was like, "This is a little weird." Z, how are you going to do that, Z? Yeah, you yeah. sound like you're distorted. Bro, yeah, not even any mention of Slick Rick, your boy, Hello <laughs> Cool J, De La Soul, the Beastie Boys, the Bloody Murder. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so so yeah. So like all of all these, right. you know, it's a little difficult. Yeah, it's, it's just like you just ignored a whole facet. Like you're so much a nerd that you just want to x out popular culture or like relevant popular culture Damn. icons. Maybe he's racist. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, no. so no. hey, let's we, let's push a movie. What are we doing? Recommendations? Yes. Yeah. Right, so cool. go ahead with your music, right? All now. right. I don't have any major ones because I haven't listened to a lot of stuff. There's a lot to listen There's to. There's a lot man. of music. But out, man. but what you should listen to? Caliucci's put out Isolation. I have to listen to it. That is crazy. I got bro. a long ass bus ride. Yeah, sure you do. You <laughs> I got do. a long so ride. the Caliucci's album is definitely worth your time. Um, the homie Rosehart put out his album finally after like a two-year process of trying to get this thing out. It's called Songs in the Key of Solitude. Uh, shout out to Stevie Wonder. Um, but it's a very, very introspective uh, piece of work. Um, it's it's pretty heavy if you don't, if you haven't like talked to him mm -hmm. in, uh, I guess, in a more concentrated setting. Uh -huh. It's very heavy. Yeah. Yeah. It, it gets it goes to some places and there's a the visual aspect to it that accompanies the album too but um the still good music good. though okay and shout out to Rosehart because that dude's been killing it he's also on Roxanne Roxanne he was a little acting guest he was on Law and Order once told me a story about that and it was pretty funny Ice-T was like yo you don't know your lines man he's like no I'm good Ice-T it's cool <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to Rosehart and then nice. the Tom Mish album dropped Oh, geography. Cool. It's pretty good. I listened to it. Um, and then one last thing, Saba. Saba. Oh, wait. I've heard a few tracks off of the Tom Mish album. I'm going to listen to it's it. good. Though. He does a Stevie Wonder cover too, nice. if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um, and then tracks. You don't know how many tracks, do you? I'm not, just curious. Not off the top of my head. Okay. I'd have to look at it. But. All right. And then uh, Saba put out an album, I guess, two weeks uh, when this goes up. Uh, it's been pretty... It's I, I listened to the first maybe four tracks, and it's pretty good. Um, a lot of people are... Uh, are, are pushing it right now. And uh, Saba's been pretty pretty good. Uh, a little bit more on the serious side for the Chicago scene. Mm -hmm. um, you know, dealing just with the whole climate of Chicago and the youth. But still pretty good. Um, you'll probably know Saba from Angels, uh, Chance the Rapper. And Chance mm -hmm. does appear on the album too. Nice. So, so, so recommend the album. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, okay. definitely worth the time. Word. And I think that's me. Nice. I like your music choices of the week. To uh, follow up, these are what you guys should be watching. Uh, Persona 5 animation. It's out. Bro, it's 
it's the best transition I've ever seen from a video game to an animation oh. in my life. Pause. I'm pretty sure. Hold on. Uh, okay, go ahead. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I don't. I don't want to sound wrong. I love but the game. It's still the same uh, animators as that oh, the did game? the game. Yes. Yo, the game Dude, is so good. The game is so good to the point the anime, bro. They put the same songs, the same soundtrack, soundtrack? from the game. And when they're sneaking, it's boom, 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 boom. Yo, yes. it's lit. It's I. They have a interlude episode now. It's a uh, episode zero, and it's just it's. It's like showing you an example what's going it's on world in building. this world. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Dude, the game is so good. So good. One of the best RPGs to come out last year. One of the best RPGs to come out like I would say in, in the past while. like and five years. I've been waiting to play a Persona game for a while now because I never got the chance to play four. That was gold. It was on the yeah. PS Vita and stuff yeah, like that. I was that. mad. I was mad I was they never pissed. ported it over. Never. But you know what's funny? Mm. Um, they had a fighting game. I know. Same, same people who did fighters. Yeah, I know. It's... Like I said, I was excited about Persona, and it was a, it did not disappoint. I felt like I was my own character, and I had to learn this shit. It was good. Uh, so Persona 5, the animation, I definitely recommend. Uh, another anime, you can watch this on Netflix, is called, I'm going to butcher it, but it's called Kaku, Kaki Guri Gu. It's so bad, bro. It's so bad, but it's a gambling anime. It's a compulsive gambler, and it's really, really dark. Etchy, but like um, it shows you a nice way of how gambling games are done in old school Japanese gambling games and how people cheat at them. <laughs> and it's cool how they figure out how they cheat. So it takes a main character, uh, this new transfer student girl. It's always a new transfer That's student. Always, it's Persona, always, you're always a new transfer student. New transfer student. <laughs> Get someone new in here <laughs> every time. But uh, she's a compulsive gambler, but she beats these people that cheat to beat her and she always like just flips it on them They're like how'd you figure it out she's like why you don't want to gamble <laughs> it's mad creepy but it's super nice to watch yeah, i like how there's an anime about anything anything but this one was good yeah dude, there's so much sports manga you don't want me to talk about don't, sports don't, manga because there's a good one called I, haiku i already recommended it but everybody God. should watch it but uh to keep the anime rolling. My Hero Academia, I already said it on the last episode, but season three just came out. Right. So if you're not caught up, make sure you catch up. Season three is going to be dope. I already know the premise. I read the manga. I already had a game. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But definitely check it out. Uh, like I said, it's going to be the new Naruto. And it's a very good entry-level anime for anybody that's like, I don't know what anime is. This is weird talk, Miles. Stop talking about this. Talk about something I know. Just go watch it. It's nice. And the last thing is a movie, and it's Ready Player One. We just talked about it in full, but regardless, you need to go watch it because it's still a fun movie regardless yeah. of what uh, people okay, say. Okay, yeah. Uh, as a, a, a tail note, mm -hmm. form your own opinion. Yes. Yeah. I We're mean, just two brothers talking that mess. Talking that mess. mess. Right. And uh, yeah, see, see, see the body work. I hope we don't, you know, you know, you know, suggest that you shouldn't see the movie. You should see the movie. Form your own opinion. Make your own opinion with all of the materials that are available to you on the web. Um, see more movies. Get Movie Pass. Movie Pass, guys. Ten dollars a month. Listen, it was eleven dollars. Ten dollars. I'm gonna let, Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna let you guys know now. We said it before. We're trying to get this plug because <laughs> if we can get some codes up in here for y'all, you know, this helps us. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny. I was reading like podcasts forever to do this. Just codes are great. It's, yeah, it's not like a proper way to track. 
it's how like many YouTube, people, bro. but like, yeah. YouTubers do it. <laughs> hey, yeah, go to moviepass.com slash A&M and type in the code black and you'll get 20% off. <laughs> type in the code mess. <laughs> <laughs> Just mess. It's two we, M's. We try- <laughs> I'd ask them. I'd be like, yo, we need it to be mess. Not mess. Mess. Mills. Mills. Like you're about to say milk, but it's mess. Mills. Oh, cool. And uh, yeah, that's that's all I got to watch for you guys right now. No short films because I didn't watch any. I watched one a couple of weeks ago, and it was it was heavy. I uh, can't watch those heavy ones. It was man. about it was about they shake me up. It was about this kid who like robbed a grocery store or convenience store, but the the convenience store worker shoots somebody. Was it a lotto ticket? Was it he? No, oh, no, no, okay, no, no, okay. He just like stole a bottle. Uh, of something in the one of the fridges, okay. and then the the grocery store owner fires a weapon to defend himself, yeah. and he kills someone in the store. I thought so. And was so it he, a woman or something? It was just yeah, like the woman who got shot like wasn't like a major character in the story. She just gets killed, and then this kid. And it, there's a law that pertains to this, and I don't remember what it's called. Uh-huh. But if if like someone is killed or you, you you initiate that kind of activity where someone does get harmed as a result of your wrongdoing uh-huh. you get charged for what it, like that that crime so this kid gets charged for like murder, murder? Basically. but he didn't do anything yeah exactly so he, it's it's like the story's about like pissed. the lawyer trying to work with the kid and the sentence and it was really heavy but i forgot what it's called I I'll, been pissed. I'll try and put a link in the notes um Real quick, fun fact before we say bye. Wasabi, most wasabi is fake. Dag. <laughs> like a fortune cookie. Most wasabi. This is, this is racist, <laughs> what I'm doing. This is racist. Most wasabi is fake. I'm doing a West African accent trying to do it. <laughs> Most of wasabi is fake. He said, he said this is racist. This is. This is wrong. Fun fact, I feel like most America doesn't know, but most of the wasabi that is served on your plate when you go to any eating establishment, it does not have to be Asian-themed. No racism here. It is fake. It is usually horseradish, and I'm plethora about this stuff. Yeah, episode two AM podcast, baby. We told you guys we we're gonna be doing this. Yer. Until you guys stop listening. We in here, baby. Until I see one play. Unless <laughs> <laughs> it's my mom's, you know. <laughs> so we got one play, we'll do the next one. Yeah, just that's it. All right. But thank you guys for so much support from the first episode. Shout outs to everyone. Shout outs to Miles. Shout out to myself for producing this joint. The theme song coming from West Wax, what the musical break was, bro. Oh, the musical break was uh, Banana by Geo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for listening to the AM podcast. We'll be back in two weeks, y'all. Tight. <laughs> Keep it locked, baby. You can't see I'm throwing up deuces. <laughs> throwing up the peace signs. All right, we out. Peace. Peace. <laughs>